Hey guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Crew Podcast. This is episode three. Uh, we missed last uh, last Friday because I wasn't feeling too good. I couldn't talk at all. I lost my voice, which kind of sucked, but it is what it is. Um, we're just going to get right into it. I'm Anish. I'm Rohan. And yeah, let's just get started. So this is my first... We're going to do start sits, as always. That's the first thing we're going to start off with. I'm going to start off with Mike Williams. He's my first start this week. He's playing the Raiders' weak cornerbacks, uh, that backfield. That I, it's not good. There's nothing good about the Raiders' defense other than, I guess, their D-line's improved. No, I mean, uh, Casey Hayward's been pretty good for the Raiders this year. He was a pretty good signing. And the the defense has improved, but, yeah, it's still not good yet. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Mike Williams is going to ball out. He's been balling out. He's the wide receiver, two on the season. 22-22-23. Uh, I mean, 33. That's insane. From, like, a wide receiver, two perspective, I guess. He eventually he shouldn't be considered a wide receiver too. I think I think in the future he if he stay at least if he stays like this is a wide receiver one. But uh, if he gets this role as targets that he's getting, he's gonna stay a wide receiver one. Yeah, I don't know how consistent he'll be. I mean, we don't know yet. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be like he's gonna go back to normal. But um, yeah, he's been showing signs of being a really good player this year. Also, he's the free agent after this year, which that might be a, one reason why he is playing so much better. You know, he wants he wants as much money as he could get. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's contract year, right? All players do good on contract years. So, next player is Jamar Chase. So one thing I want to keep note of is while we're recording this, the game is going on. Tyler Boyd just had a thirty-yard reception or something like that. But if if you're if you're hearing about this after, we'll see if I got it right. But I think Jamar Chase is a great start because they're playing the a Jaguars defense that isn't very good at all, and Joe Burrow will throw his favorite receiver on his team. So I think this is a good start. Yeah, uh, he just got a catch there. And, um, you know, uh, Jamar Chase, um, he, he doesn't play with two good other wide receivers in T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, but he's been pretty good this year, and which was completely the opposite of what he was in the preseason. But if he could be consistent, I think he's a pretty good flex option in some deeper leagues. Yeah, for sure. My next, oh, my next start is Robert Woods. Now, I'm a little iffy on this one, but... He could be really good this year. Like I said, Cooper Cup has been eating, absolutely eating, and I don't think he's going to stay like that. There's no shot he does. Now, I do think that Robert Woods isn't going to be the same as he was last year, because last year I think he was like a wide receiver 10 or 11, something like that. He was good. He wasn't too bad. But I don't. He. I think he'll still be a good enough wide receiver to get you some of that output. I, right now he's uh, like valued as around a wide receiver 5, which is so low. I think you can get him like if you trade buy, uh, trade sell high uh, buy low on him. That's a great buy low. Yeah, Robert Woods is. I mean, he always he always has a chance to have a really good game because he's a pretty good receiver. But you know, with Cooper Cup playing the way he is playing this year, Van Jefferson's there. Um, I don't know if I trust him yet. Um, actually, I don't trust him. But if he can, if Cooper Cup cools off, then maybe Robert Woods could be a little bit more trustworthy. Yeah. Alright, um, that's my starts. Okay, so for my first start, I got uh, Logan Thomas. Uh, if you need a tight end, you know, I mean, he shouldn't be on the waiver wire, but if he is, you should have picked him up whenever instantly he was on the waiver wire. But, um, yeah, Logan Thomas is a pretty good tight end. He's playing Atlanta's defense. I mean, if you're playing Atlanta's defense, it should kind of always be an instant start. Um, and I think the Washington football team kind of wants a bounce-back game after, you know, they played pretty bad against the Bills. Um I think he could he could be good this week. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I I really do think Logan Thomas he could be good. He's playing the Giants' weak defense against yeah. the tight end, so it could be the good Falcons. Game. 
Oh, they're playing, oh my bad, Falcons. Yeah. Um, next, I got Dawson Knox. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, last week, you know, after two, I'm not to say struggling weeks, but uh, he wasn't like who we thought Josh Allen would be. Last week, he looked exactly like what we thought Josh Allen would be, and I think he's playing the Texans this week, and I think he'll have the same game. And I think if you need a tight end, Dawson Knox is a pretty good tight end to get. Yeah, Josh Allen, oh, uh, yeah, Dawson Knox, he's a good tight end. He's always has been. Josh Allen actually really likes him around the end zone. That's one thing I have noticed. So, yeah, that, he could be good. In a lot of leagues, there's not many tight ends, especially if you're in a 10- or 12-man league. And if you like want to stream one each week, I think this week you should probably get a Dawson Knox as he's probably available. Um, for my third start, I got Cordell Patterson. Uh, he's been a really good PPR player uh, this year so far. Week one, not so much, but week two and week three, he's had five receptions, 58 yards, and a touchdown in week two, six receptions, 86 yards in week three. I think if he keeps that up, he could be a he could be a really good um, flex for your team. Uh, Mike Davis being there doesn't really help him, but um, you know he's never really been much of a rusher. But uh, if he could keep up his uh, catching, then he could be a good flex. All right, so now Anish will move on to his sits. Okay, so my first sit this week is Rondell Moore. I don't think he'll be good this week at all. He's he's an interesting player. He's he, he's going against a terrible uh, or really sorry not terrible really really good defense. That's that's terrifying for me. I can't. I can't seem to play him against that that defense. So for me, Rondell Moore, he's a, like a wide receiver too, anyway. So I don't think he's that good. I think Rondell Moore could be a good player eventually, but not not yet. He's still on his rookie year, and the Cardinals have way too many weapons with D Hop, AJ Green, Christian Kirk. It's just it's just there's not enough uh, targets for him, especially playing the Rams defense. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, my next sit. So I come to surprise you all, but my next sit is Damian Harris. Now Damian Harris. He's actually been a pretty good back this year. I don't think he's been bad at all, but he is playing the Bucks, who managed to stop Zeke, who managed to stop some of the best runners in the league. Don't don't tell me they're not going to stop Damian Harris. So this week, he is a no-no for me. Yeah, um, especially, I feel like the Bucks D, after struggling in week uh, three, they kind of want to bounce back, bounce back week. I think they'll, they'll get that this week, um, especially Tom Brady going back to Boston. Um, yeah, I think I think I don't think Damon Harris will have a good game. Yeah, all right, that's my sits. All right, so for my first sit, uh, it's gonna be Justin Fields. I know he's playing the Lions, who don't really have a good <laughs> defense, um, but I I just don't trust Matt Nagy for a, you know to have a good offensive game plan or Justin Fields. I don't think he's ready to be a starter in the NFL yet. Um, and you know I know the Lions defense isn't good, but they did do decent against Lamar Jackson last week. It probably was an off week for the Ravens, but. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to start him. Um, for my second sit, I have Mike Davis. I know I, uh, so Washington's uh, football's de- Washington the f- football team's defense isn't as good as you know last year, but uh, they still have a pretty good D line. And uh, Mike Davis hasn't been the rusher that I think the Falcons want him to be. And with Cordell Patterson taking all the receptions, I just don't trust him yet to be a be a good running back. Um, obviously, you don't have any other options. He's a pretty good option, but. Uh, if you have a, a a decent option, I'd much rather sit Mike Davis. All right, yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I want to emphasize: start your studs, no matter what. If you have Terry McLaurin, that guy is an instant start playing against the Giants. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if Terry's what? an instant start. They had James Bradbury. I don't care. Yeah, it's, like, it's still Terry McLaurin. He's gonna be fun. I mean, with Heineke there and Curtis Samuel might be coming back this week. I wouldn't say he's an instant. He's not coming back this week. He might. He came. He came back in practice. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure. 
I no, I I am sure. I, star Trek never that. I'm not saying Sinem, but I don't know if he's an instant star. I yeah, but as in studs, I meant like if Christian McCaffrey is healthy, start yeah. Christian McCaffrey. If Dalvin Cook is healthy, start Dalvin Cook. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for my third sit, I know he's a good player, but AJ Brown, I I'm not playing him. Yeah, he is also you know he might not even play. Yeah, if he does play, obviously. Um, if he does play. I don't think he's going to play most of the snaps, especially with the last, uh, last game he had to leave mid-game with his hamstring injury. Um, this only had .3 points, and uh, with Julio being there, I just don't think that the Titans are going to use him too much in the game this week. So, yeah, if he plays, I'm not starting him. Yeah, that, that's also something that is weird. I would say if you do get the opportunity, you should start him. I don't really care if it's against the defense. He's going to get those targets. Well, no, volume I, is king in fantasy. Yeah, that's but, one thing. Uh, I'm I'm not saying because of the matchup. I'm more saying because of the injury. I don't trust the injury to have him yeah, play yeah, all yeah. He, I I feel like yeah, if he's limited, hundred percent don't start him because yeah. last year that really hurt me. I started Keenan Allen when he was coming back from that injury. Yeah, I ended up losing. That, we that. saw that last week. D Hop was he was a questionable. He was a game time decision, and he only had dropped five points. So yeah, when people have injuries, I would still start D Hop because he's D Hop. But if it's AJ Brown. I, I think you much rather sit him. Yeah, that, that injury is lingering. Hamstring injuries are so bad for players. That's why Christian McCaffrey... I'll talk about Christian McCaffrey later. Yeah. Uh, my next... that That's it for... So those are uh, my sits, and now we're going to go players that um, you should buy low if you want to like, trade for them. Yeah. So my first buy low is Jonathan Taylor. Now, he's not going to stay like this. Let's be honest, guys. He, he's, he's too good to be getting 15... Like... 12 carries a game, 12 touches a game, to be honest. He's, he's too good for that. He's going to get the touch, uh, touches eventually. Now, Marlon Mack isn't changing my opinion on that. He, him gone doesn't change anything. In fact, he was getting five carries when he was playing. So I think if you... if you So some options that I would say for Bilo are like... Um, here, what is a good option? I would trade like a wide receiver four and a running back two. Or running back three for him. I feel like that's a steal for you, but yeah, if you're in a small league, that won't work at all, for sure. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's been disappointing, but I think with some good matchups, he could pick it up a little bit more. Um, also, I think they kind of wanted to get Carson Wentz like set up with the offense, so maybe if he gets a little bit more used to the offense, it might go back, back to the run a little bit. I think we sort of saw this with the Jaguars, as um, you know, in the first two weeks, James Robinson didn't really get much carries, but then last week, James Robinson had a really good game. He just scored a touchdown uh, in this game against Cincy. Um, so, yeah, I think once once uh, once maybe gets more used to the Colts' offense, then uh, Jonathan Taylor might get a, li- a little bit better. Yeah. Aren't you playing? Huh? Aren't you playing James Robinson? Yeah. That's so tough. All right. You know, I'm going against him. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next buy low is David Montgomery. He has such a good schedule. He will always have a good schedule. He's in a great division. His fifteen, his fifteen, sixteen are good. It's it's just a good game. I think David Montgomery will be great. I don't I don't know if he'll be bad necessarily. I don't know if he'll be good necessarily. But he'll all like how he played the end of the last round. He's not going to be like that. But I think he'll be he'll be good this year for sure. I think it matters who this quarterback is going to be because I mean honestly I feel like if it's Justin Fields I don't know if that's going to help him or not. Snake Foles or Andy Dalton. I think that might help him out a little bit. Because um, I don't know if teams really respect Justin Fields' ability to throw the ball yet. And if it's Nick Foles or Andy Dalton, they're obviously not good quarterbacks, but they're respectable quarterbacks because, you know, what they've done in their career. So I think um, if it's Justin Fields, I don't know if I – if Justin Fields is, like, starting, I don't know if I like David Montgomery. But if it isn't starting, then I like uh, Montgomery. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like either way you should start him. He's a great. He's a pretty talented running back. All right, my next buy low is Stephon Diggs. Now this one's very obvious. He hasn't been bad at all, to be honest. Sixteen, fifteen point nine, twelve isn't great, but he's not gonna stay like this, guys. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna be like uh, that receiver he was last year. He's always gonna get those targets. He led the league in, I think, receiving yards. Did he lead the league in? I'm pretty uh, sure he did. Yeah, but uh, he's yeah, he's definitely been disappointing this year. But yeah. if he could go back to last year, then. he's gonna eventually go back. Josh Allen started off a little bit rough. Last game was just kind of unlucky. He didn't get the. Touchdown. I mean, if he had the touchdown, he would have had like 20 fantasy points, which is exactly what you need from him. But it was just unlucky, to be honest. Uh, Stephon Diggs, if you have him, definitely don't trade him. And if you and see what you can get from him if you can. I mean, I wouldn't be totally opposed to the idea of trading Stephon Diggs, obviously depending on what you get. But, um, you know, I think one reason why maybe he's doing worse is the addition of Manuel Sanders. I know Manuel Sanders isn't like, he's not a superstar receiver or anything, but he'll still take some targets away along with uh, Zach Moss sort of getting a little bit more of a starting running back role. Um, I thought that could be one of the reasons why, but I don't think Stefan is a stay with this. I think he'll definitely get back to his regular form. Yeah, for sure. My next star, um, my next by low, Tyreek Hill. He's also had a very rough week two and three, but not going to stay like that whatsoever. It's Tyreek Hill. He has those games sometimes. Actually, last time I don't even think he had a game under 10 points, which is crazy, but yeah, he, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tyreek's Tyreek. He's going to be good. He's going to have, like, maybe three games the entire year. Not anymore, probably, because of the last two games. But he's going to have, like, a few games where he just doesn't get anything going. Um, but, I mean, that's pretty much every player. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, could, if you could trade for him, definitely trade for him. But I don't know if I would give up a superstar for him. If you give up some good role players, then I would think about doing that. Yeah, I mean, one thing to keep note about of Tyreek Hill is that it will never... He will like he will legit have like four fantasy points in the fourth quarter, and he'll just get eighteen just because yeah. of that long touchdown that he'll get. Yeah, you can never rule out like having a good game because at any point, like we saw in that Cleveland game week one, you know, like in the fourth, he had a good game before that, but in that fourth, he had that seventy-yard touchdown or whatever. But you know, he he could yeah at any point you could have a really long touchdown, which just saves your saves his fantasy day. Yeah, that's why Tyreek is such a cheat code. Alright, my next player is TJ Hawkinson. Now, I don't think he's really that much of a buy-low, but if you can get something from him, definitely try to. TJ Hawkinson, he's a he's a Darren Waller this year, in my opinion. I think he'll be good this year for sure. He had one bad game. He had three points. So it's going to happen. Tight ends, always that always happens to them. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, if it's not Waller or Kelsey, I would... I don't really think there's too much of a gap, but I think outside of Waller and Kelsey, I do think Hawkinson now now is the best tight end. Kittle's close, but um, I don't know what really the Niners' offense is doing too much with Kittle. You know, he had a good game against the Packers, but he's not he's always struggled in the red zone. So I trust Hawkinson right now a little bit more um, than Kittle. But you know, yeah, if uh, Hawkinson could bounce back from this game, I think you should definitely try and trade for him. Yeah, definitely. Alright, my next player, this one, it's not obvious, I actually think that a lot of people are trading him right now, which is not a good idea at all. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's Christian McCaffrey. It's Christian McCaffrey. Don't trade Christian McCaffrey. Under any circumstances. I mean, unless you get, like, a good trade that you'll get when he's usually healthy, that's the only way I would trade him. But don't trade him for anything less than he's worth. Yeah, don't worry about it. He's not even an IR, so he's not going to be out more than three weeks, so don't overreact about the injury. I mean, I guess he could, you know, it could it could be like last year, but the chances of that are just way too low. I mean, it's not low, but... 
I highly doubt it's going to happen. He's not even on IR. If he's on IR, then yeah, he but has. I'm saying like if he gets injured again, like he did last year, it's probably not going to happen. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. If he goes on IR, then maybe think about it. If you really need your season, if you're like zero and three, or you know, if you're one and two, maybe. But uh, I don't think uh, it's really worth it. Yeah, it's it's never worth it. Trading the best player in fantasy is never a good idea. All right, my next player, C. Lamb. I again, another player I don't think is a really you're going to get for a buy low, but if you can, definitely do it. He's been getting those targets. He's been getting a lot of air yards. Last game, the run game was working so well between Zeke and Pollard that I, I really think they shouldn't And also, I mean, you should have had a much better game. He had that really long uh, pass that was one yard away from a touchdown, so it's not really... He didn't really play bad, so... That that literally saved my game, because yeah. I, I was down nine, and I had Zeke, he had CD, and Zeke had like 26 saving my day and if CD got that touchdown we're lost yeah which is crazy yeah so that's that's my my, my last by low is Terry McLaurin now I don't know if Rohan will agree with this just because of what he said last time but Terry McLaurin is a very talented receiver he's he's really good I don't worry about him I think that he'll be fine I think if anything this is the lowest value I'll ever get of him this season we saw what he did last game he had 14 targets and seven targets isn't even that bad. That's actually pretty good against a team that's, like, trying to throw it deep against the Bills' defense, against Tredavious White. So that's one thing to keep note of. Yeah, I mean, I still like Terry McLaurin. I just don't think he's a superstar player. I think he can uh, be I think he's a, a top-ten receiver. Mm, I wouldn't say top-ten. I think exactly ten. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I don't Maybe like eleven. No, I don't like him at top-ten. Not with the quarterback there. I know he's still been good without court, without with the quarterbacks that he's had, but Heineke, I don't think he's a good enough quarterback yet. Maybe Fitzpatrick gets back, then he could be good again. But um, yeah, I I think still trade for him if you could easily get him for like if you could get him for your one of your backups, do that for sure. One thing I would keep note of is like for me, I just did this trade. I did Mike Williams and Jamar Chase for Terry McLaurin and David Montgomery. Now I don't know if that's a risk or anything, but keep I mind, this is a six man league, so yeah, yeah. This is this is a very small league. This is just between a couple of that good trade, friends. Yeah, so yeah, so. This one didn't really affect any of us, but I really think that this did help me because I got a really good receiver out of it that I can trust, and I got a really good running back that I can trust. But and but I'm giving up two players with elite upset that could be insane this year, so that's one thing to keep note of. That's a similar trade that I would do if you were in a lower man league, but I don't know if Rohan would agree with that or not. I mean, yeah, see, yeah, for in my opinion, his team, he didn't need a flex, which is why I think it's better to have someone who has that potential of a complete like breakout top five receiver uh this year which i feel like mike williams does have with how he started this year and unless you need the if you needed uh like mclaurin and montgomery then yes i would do that trade because they are more trustworthy than mike uh williams and uh, jamar chase but if you don't need those two in my opinion i think you should take the player that has the higher potential guys dj chark just suffered a fractured ankle damn that's really bad all right that's my last by low yeah, um, um, I mean, that ankle injury would definitely help uh, Lavishka Chenault a little bit. Um, a little bit of Marvin Jones, don't forget about him. Yeah, it'll help him, but I'm, I'm saying, because uh, Marvin Jones usually, people have him on, he's usually on a team in uh, leagues, but uh, if you want a waiver wire pickup after this injury, Lavishka could be a pretty good player to pick up. Um, is that your final by Yeah, that's final. So now I'm going to move on to my bylaws. Um My first one's Joe Mixon. Uh, he's having a pretty bad game right now, but um, I think he is the number two rusher in the league. Partly because of that first week, but um, I don't know. He has some pretty decent matchups. Um, and his 16-17, which is your playoffs, 
isn't that bad anymore. <coughs> With how the Ravens and the Chiefs have been playing this year, I don't think it's that bad of a matchup. Um, and I think with how he played the last two weeks, he still ran it pretty well. He just needed that touchdown. Um, I think if he gets that touchdown, he's a pretty good player. And if you get him for some backups or maybe a flex, I think you should try and get Joe Mixon. Yeah, I, th- I don't think Joe Mixon's that bad of a that bad of a buy low. I think he could be he could be good this year. He could be good. I, I think he's top ten. I don't know if he's top five, but he's definitely, nah, I'm definitely not top five. But I think he could sneak in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, next up, Allen Robinson. He has been really bad this year, like horrible. But um, <laughs> I think it's just his QB situation has just not been consistent yet. Um, Terry's better. Who? Terry. No, Terry's not better. Because uh, Allen Robinson doesn't have a quarterback yet. I mean, because uh, once, once, uh, once I think um, they pick between Fields or Andy Dalton, or once Andy Dalton comes back, I think. Uh, Allen Robinson will have a better, a better, much better year. He's still Allen Robinson. He's still going to get close to a thousand yards. I mean, I don't think he'll stay at this the entire year. And if you could trade him for like a player that maybe has decently high potential this year, not like super high potential, like a Mike Williams. Definitely don't do Mike Williams or Allen Robinson. But um, who would win that trade? I think. Well, it depends what you need. I, I don't know though. I mean, I would probably say if you get Mike Williams because I don't really trust. Al Robinson, like, totally yet with this quarterback, but I still think you should try and get him. Would you have done that trade with me? Mike Williams for Alan Robinson? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I mean, it depends on the league. If it's a 10-man, think about it. A uh, six-man, don't do that. Um, yeah. I would still try to trade for him if you get something small for him, because with how bad he's played, I feel like some managers might want to get rid of him. Yeah, I feel like I should have probably gotten more from Mike Williams than I think about it, but it's okay. Yeah, it's... Go more. Yeah, so I got Miles Sanders. Yeah, he's been uh, he hasn't been great this year, but I think he could uh, really have a much better uh, start of the season. He could uh, bounce back now with uh, Jalen Hurts has not been too good week two and three in fantasy. Yes, in real life, not so much. Um, so I think they might want to use him a little bit more. Only two carries against the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys' brush defense has actually been pretty decent this year, but still, you got to have more than two carries. I don't know. if Nick Sirianni will realize that. Um, but he's still at 8.5 fantasy points with two carries, which shows that he has some potential to have a, a good game if he could get some more carries, maybe a touchdown. So, yeah, if you could get him for, again, if you get him for a waiver, I would do that. Wow. A lot of my players are on your buy lows. I like that. Yeah. I do like that. All right. Yeah, I definitely agree with Miles Sanders, too. I, he's not going to be bad this year, guys. He's he, he started off a little bit weird, but Jalen Hurts is too good of a... Uh, a running back. I mean, Jalen Hurts is too good of a QB for Miles Sanders too bad. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is a good QB. He's good in fantasy, but I don't think he's ready enough yet in real life. We've seen how he played against San Francisco and Dallas. Um, it he's, wasn't great. He's better for Carson Wentz, though. Because Carson Wentz, he, wouldn't get, he wasn't getting a lot of receptions. Now he's getting a lot more with Jalen no, Carson, he was pretty good last year with Carson Wentz. I think oh. he was better than when he was uh, hurt so far. But I think they're going to try. They're gonna start running it a little bit more with yeah. uh, how Hurts has played. Um, yeah, he played. Hurts played amazing week one, but that's against the Falcons. You can't really say much off a quarterback or a player going against the Falcons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are my buy lows. Now we're gonna go for sell high. Okay, so my first sell high is Cordell Patterson. Is that your buy low? Uh, no, I mean, but he's definitely one of my starts. Or he's on a waiver pick him up. Yeah. So I think Cordell Patterson. He's he's good, but he's playing with Mike Davis and actually pretty. Good wide receiver core and a tight end core. I, I mean, they're not really using Pitts as much as you would like, 
they Russell Gage hasn't been that good. Ridley's been yeah, Ridley's still there, but I feel like uh, Patterson is a kind of like their wide receiver too. I know he's a running back ish, but I mean he was drafted as a wide receiver, played wide receiver most of his career. Now is sort of shifted to a running back. Um, I think that um, he's kind of a wide receiver too, or like. He he go, he gets the second most reception on the team. I think he'll finish the year as a uh, second most behind Ridley. So I think I wouldn't. I mean, if you could get a really good player for Patterson, definitely trade him. Yeah, but, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like Mike Williams, players like that, sell them for the moon. You'll get those players. Like, there's so many trades that have happened. Like Mike Williams for Tyree Kill. Like, what? Do that if you get an opportunity to do that. Always do that. I trade him for like a a wide receiver eleven or twelve. That's how much I don't think Mike Williams will stay like this. So, yeah. You agree with that? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Mike Williams is my first sell high. As, yeah, I mean, I, I I can't trust him fully yet, but don't give him away for anything. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't just, like, put him on your bench. Either play him or trade him. And if you're trading him, get a, if you get a superstar, then then definitely uh, get it. Because there's going to be someone in your league who really likes Mike Williams. Try to get a player that can really help your team a lot, that you that is proven, that you could trust it a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, that's definitely something that before I probably didn't agree with, but now I do because I just got rid of him. So I think Mike Williams. I don't know if it's a sell high exactly, but I don't know if he's a buy low either. He's not a buy low. Yeah, I think he's just he's a, hold. a sell nine. So he's a sell high now. I think he's just yeah. a hold right now for me. I think he could. I, I don't know if he'll say it. He's definitely not saying a twenty, but I think he'll say around fifteen, fourteen. Which is all you need. I mean, if he drops year. to that, I don't really. I think his trade value goes down a lot, which I think. I mean, I think I usually. I I try to trade players unless I know they're like good. You know, I um I don't really like holding on to players because I feel like their value mo- most of the time does drop. So if I can get someone that I feel like is more proven, I try to trade for those players, but yeah, that's what I think probably in my opinion sell Mike Williams. Okay. Uh my next sell high was Antonio Gibson. Now He's been really bad this year, guys. Let's be honest. He's he, he he's good. I don't. He's good running back, but two two games he had like under ten or something like that. I think he had ten, and then the next game he had under. Like he had eleven, which is nothing we won from our second round second second round pick or third round pick. And then this game, the only reason he had a good game was because he had that seventy five yard touchdown. If he didn't have that, this it would have been a dud. It would have been he lost. He would have had five fantasy points, guys. Yeah, McKissick is really not helping him. As he's getting most. McKissick is getting a lot of the receptions, which is something that you know made Gibson such a good valued prospect coming out of the year. Um, but yeah, with McKissick getting the carries that he's getting, I don't think that. Um, yeah, I don't really trust Gibson. Yeah, he, it's just not a good idea for you guys. All right, my next player that you should sell high on is Mark Andrews. Now, this one's also, like, I don't feel like anybody will have this one as their sell high, but I don't like him this year. I do not like him this year, to be honest. I think he's he's doing his, like, last, I think he's going to be worse than last year, to be honest. I, I, I know that they lost their running backs, but it was a good game, but I don't think it's going to happen again, to be honest. He's a tight end, though. There's not really much other options. Really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you, if you have, like, I'm, I'm talking about, like, if you have another tight end. If they have someone like Kyle Pitts. Sell high on him and get something good for him. I don't know. I don't know how much you can get good for uh, Mark Andrews. He's just he's he's a player that I don't think people really like too much because of how he played, and I don't think uh, I think he's he's I don't know. I just don't think that uh, you will get much for 
Mark Andrews. If someone, I guess, desperately needs a tight end, they have someone that you would want, I guess get him and then just stream a tight end each week for, like, good matchups. Um, but if you don't really have any other options and the player you're getting doesn't really help you too much, I would hold on to him. Okay. My next sell high is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, this one's also really, really weird. I, I This one I'm actually unsure about, to be honest. Clyde's on a really high-scoring offense, but the issue is is that it's not like a Zeke situation where it's a high-scoring offense and they need him. They don't need him. They they just it's just a it's like he's just a running back on a really high scoring. I, he's not gonna get a target. Let's be honest, guys. He he's good, but he's not he's not. He's gonna he he had like one good game last week, and before that he had two fumbles, and he hasn't been doing good at all. So yeah, his fumble I, issue has been kind of an issue this year. Last year he didn't fumble at all. I'm pretty sure, and he's always been um, good at not fumbling. But this year I think he's at now two or three fumbles. So yeah, he's not playing as well as he did last year, so yeah, if you get something good for him, I would definitely trade him. Alright, yeah, that's my sell highs. Okay, so for my first sell high, well, actually, my first one's Mike Williams, we already talked about that. Uh, so my second one will be Cooper Cup. Uh, I know Cooper Cup has been, what, like, the best fantasy receiver, and I know Matthew Stafford looks like he really likes him. I just don't trust him yet. I feel like if you get, like, a, if you could get, like, a, a first-round pick or a second-round pick that, you know, you could trust a lot, or probably a first-round pick, I would do it, because I don't totally trust Cooper Cup, uh, just because of Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson, um, Tyler Higby, and then Henderson with Michelle. I feel like there's too many targets on that Rams offense for him to stay consistent at what he's been doing. So in my opinion, I think Cooper Cup is a sell high. Um, yeah, I mean, Cooper Cup, he's good. He That's also one I'm not really sure about, because he could, uh, he's not saying like this, but I, he could be really good this year. I think he could be like a top five wide receiver. It's possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I just feel like that I'd much rather have someone that I could trust more than um, Cooper Cup. It's just too early in the year to really know anything. We need yeah. like a couple, two more weeks to really determine if we trust this player or not. So yeah. that's why I did this Terry McLaurin trade. I mean, I don't know. I mean, two weeks of Michael and Stanley, I'm going to regret it, but that's what happens. Yeah. So for my final sell high, I have Najee Harris. I don't see him getting the same amount of targets as he does every single oh, week. Oh, yeah, no shot. <laughs> no it's shot. not going to happen. Um, I feel like also the Steelers might change their offense a little bit. They, they lost to the Bengals. They scored, what, seven points against the Bengals? Or they didn't score much against the Bengals. Um, that might change their offense a bit. They might, uh, I don't know what they'll do, but it's not working what they're doing now. So, yeah, I don't think Najee's going to get the amount of uh, touches he's in, he got uh, last week. And also... Yeah, I just I don't don't trust him yet. Yeah, I mean that's also one guy I don't trust that much. Not there you are such a low score. Like you want to be in a high scoring offense or a mid scoring offense. You never want to be in a low scoring offense. That always sucks because, like, he's not going to get those touchdowns. That's such a big factor in fantasy. Six fantasy points is so huge, and you lose that. And you're you're not getting nineteen targets a game. Najee's a good player, but I don't trust him enough. So uh, those are my sell highs. Now we're going to uh, move on to, to some players wave. to talk, players oh. talk about. Oh, players to talk about. Okay. Yeah, so th- these are some players that we are a little bit... We want to talk about them. We want to a little bit, like, talk. I see how they're doing because they haven't been bad. We don't think of them as, like, a, a buy low or sell high. But we think of them as something that we need to view that for. So my first player we want to talk about is Zeke. He had a very good game. 26 fantasy points. Now, I was never concerned about Zeke. I think that this is all... I, I, People were like hating on him, overrating. Like he's gonna be fine. He's it's still Ezekiel. Ezekiel. He's not that top five running back anymore. I don't think he is. But he is a top ten running back in fantasy, in my opinion. He's number I think eight. He did drop a little bit because of the Pollard incident. But 
Pollard's not gonna take that much away from him. He's gonna get this goal on touches. He's gonna get most. He's gonna get like eight seventy five percent of the carry touches. So that's all I need. Yeah, Zeke's good, but I don't know if I, I'm just scared about those uh the of the Tampa Bay game returning. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like, that that game was just because they were like they were really trying to shoot it out with. The, they were trying yeah, to figure out what to do with their offense. What stops that from happening again? I don't. I don't really know. I mean, the Cowboys defense breaks again, then they will start throwing it 50 times a deck again. So, you know, so Tony Pollard is there, which, yeah, I don't think he's going to be too much of an issue, but um, I think he's still going to take away some carries at some points from him. But, yeah, I, I, I don't fully trust him yet. Um, Where do you value him? As an RB1 or RB2? A flex. Flex? Yeah. On a 10-man league. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to be a flex by the end of this year. He's going to have some good games, but I think for the most part, he's going to be closer to a flex than an RB2 or That RB1. means in, like, six-man leagues, he's going to be, like, a bench player. Yeah. Wow, okay. That, that, that's that's not a good one. For me. I feel like he's an RB1 either way. Not a high RB1. I think he's a RB1, low RB1, high RB2. So, yeah. You don't know what that means, right? Like, the RB1, RB2. Yeah. Is, okay. <laughs> All right, just making sure. All right, my next player I want to talk about is Mike Williams. We did talk about him earlier. I just want to close up some facts on him. We don't hate him. We don't think he's going to be terrible this year, but it's just we're not sure on him. He's he's a breakout candidate, and look at James Robinson. He was a breakout candidate, but he couldn't stay like that. Waiver players never are consistent. That's my issue with them. I don't trust them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been consistent so far, but we'll have to see how he keeps that up. Um, Actually, yeah. Jamar Chase is looking like like a like a wide receiver one. Honestly, he's looking uh, really good. I don't know. With the amount of targets that the Bengals have, I don't really like Jamar Chase, but yeah, Mike Williams, I would trade him still. Um, but yeah, I think if you if you have your wide receivers set, if you have most of your team set, I would hold on to him and see if he could break out. I wouldn't really trade him for players that I think might be like a starter. I think uh, he has a higher chance to be a top five wide receiver this year than pretty much any player that's not like that. That we don't we know for sure is going to be the in the discussion. So I think he could. I think he is has some high potential and will be a good player. Okay. Yeah. All right. My next player is Cooper Cup. Now Cooper Cup is somebody I we talked about earlier, honestly. So that we don't have to talk much about him. He's he, he's a good player. He's not averaging thirty. Don't even bet on that. But he could be a top five wide receiver as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, I think he's going to be as a top ten. I don't think he's going to be top five. I just don't like. The weapons that the Rams have, and you know, Sean McVay still he still he still likes to run the ball. Uh, I I just I just don't know. I don't trust it yet. Um, so if you get a superstar player that is like trustworthy, trade him. Uh, if not, then you can hold on to him. I think he'll end this year off as a top ten wide receiver. Okay. All right. My next player I want to talk about is Chris Godwin. He's actually been super underrated. He's been, he's been really good. He had like 16, 19, 20, something like that. But he hasn't been a bit touchdown dependent, so I don't know about him. But I think he's a really good player this year. I think he's a he's not top 10, definitely not. But I, he's very underrated. Yeah, he'll have some good games. Like, he, he always has good games, but with Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, um, Scotty Miller is hurt right now, but I think when he comes back, uh, Rob Gronkowski, I just feel like there's too many targets there, too. Um, to have him be consistent, you'll have yeah. Hold on to him if you need a flex, or uh, honestly, wide receiver too. But um, yeah. yeah, I just don't know about him. Yeah. All right, my last player I want to talk about is George Kittle. Now, George Kittle is George Kittle, guys. He had uh, first two bad games, which is not that much of a worry to me. 
Well, game three, he had 17 point something fantasy points, which is crazy. He's gonna have these. He's gonna have some bad games. He's gonna have some good games. Don't worry about him at all. He's gonna happen. That's what you draft him for. I think you trade him honestly, because I feel like because of his name, people do really like George Kittle. I think, in my opinion, but um, his name obviously adds some value to him because everyone knows he's the second best tight end. Some people think he's the first best. Um, I think if you could get someone who's a starter for your team, trade him. I don't think he's too much better than the other tight ends. Um, I don't think he's better than Hawkinson. Not with how the Niners, Niners offense has been. It is somewhat. It is uh, encouraging to that. Um, it's the Packers. The Niners didn't run it too much with all of our running backs being pretty much out. Um, but one issue with Kittle is he doesn't get the most touchdowns. He's never had more than five touchdowns in a season in his entire career, which that's not really that uh, good. I mean, even the first game, he had four receptions, 78 yards. It's a pretty good game, but no touchdowns, only had like 12 points. That's all I need for my player, to be honest. I mean, yeah, TJ Hawkinson is a better player, but... Yeah, but if it's a, if it's a tight end... I have my tight end tight ends, I'm trading him for a... Wide receiver running back. I mean, yeah, that's if you don't have a tight end. Like, you must be getting, like, tight ends. Think about it like this. Tight ends have so much value. Don't trade them away for, like, a wide receiver and running back. That And then you lose so much depth in the tight end position. You won't get the consistency ever. But Kittle isn't consistent, though. Would you rather have George Kittle who could get you those? I mean, it depends on wide receiver or running back you get. If the running back and wide receiver are, like, starters for you, I'd much rather have them than Kittle. They both have to be starters if I have No. Honestly, I would do one-for-one kill for a wide receiver. No, that's not a good idea. I I feel like just having that tight end advantage is so important. I don't don't, don't really see him as an advantage anymore. I see him more of a Mark Andrews-type player where he's good. He's going to be better than most tight ends, but uh, if you could trade him for someone good, then I'd do that. All right, we have different opinions. Uh, Those are my my, uh, players to talk about. These these are both our players to talk about, so we're just going to go on to our... Waiver wire pickups, you can start it off. So for my first waiver wire pickup, Cordell Patterson. I mean, he was on most waivers, I think, to start the year. I don't know anymore after this last two weeks, but if he is there, pick him up. I think he'll be good this year, um, especially because of his reception. To talk about about this one, I said to start him. Um, I, I just like his receptions a lot, especially in the P- if, it, if it's not a PPR league, he should not never be on your team, ever. Um but if it is a PPR league, then yes, definitely. I think definitely go for him. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not a bad way to pick up, so. Yeah. Uh, from my second one's Dalton Schultz. He's a tight end for the Cowboys. He had 26 last week, 10 week one. Week two, mm, not too good. Uh, but if you need a tight end, or if you want to trade someone like Kittle, Waller, not Waddle, uh, Kittle or uh, Andrews, I think he could be someone you could pick up. Uh, no Michael Gallup for until, I think, week six or something like that. Uh, I think that definitely helps him. And, yeah, I think he could be... Pretty good tight end. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. There's, still, There's not many tight ends, right? Yeah, so. you, you get a really good game against the Eagles, so... Yeah, 26, which is... That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, those are my waiver wire pickups. So my first waiver wire pickup, I'm going to go with the audience ones. Uh, if there are some on your waivers, 100% pick them up. Mike Williams and Jamar Chase, I highly doubt he is, but if he is, do it. But, yeah, those I'm not even going to talk much about them. My first waiver wire pickup is Chubba Hubbard. Just because of... Uh, CMC injured. Now, I wouldn't waste a lot of capital on it. If you have that waiver wire, I honestly, it's not that worth it for like two weeks of play. I mean, if you have CMC and you need a replacement, Chuba Hubbard's a pretty good player to get. But would you waste your first overall draft pick for that? First overall waiver wire for that? I mean, it goes away though, right? I mean, no, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, it depends on what your league does, but if it's on standings and 
Yeah, you're not going to get that many better options, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I think... it. Yeah, yeah that's... It's weird. If you can get Chubba Hubbard after, like, the waiver claims, then definitely pick him up. And you have to really think about if you want to do that. I don't know if you should, but I think Rohan does, so that's something you have to keep in mind of. I don't think having a first waiver priority really matters anymore. With I think kind of now we know who's going to be good. and If they are good, they're probably off waivers now, so I don't really feel like it's too big of a deal. I guess if you want to pick up a defense, then it's a pretty good thing to do. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, my next player that I'm going to talk about is Marvin Jones. Again, another player I don't think he'll really be on your waivers, but if he is, he's a pickup because he's a good player. Yeah, Marvin it's Jones simple. definitely shouldn't be on your waivers. I mean, unless you're in like a four- or six-man league. Even if you're in a six-man league, he definitely shouldn't be on your waivers. And, yeah, the news came out that uh, DJ Chark broke his ankle, which, uh, yeah, that that helps uh, Marvin Jones quite a lot. Yeah. All right, I think that is it for yeah. for me, so... Um, yeah, Alright, so we are going to end it off here Now this is a really short podcast, I get that But we th- That's all we have to talk about, honestly There's nothing, we, we will bring We will do this again next week, so don't yeah. worry uh, Or you know what, we want to talk about uh, This game that's going on right now Yeah, we can talk about the game, I yeah. mean, not much is happening Yeah, it's James Robinson might get his second touch now Which kind of sucks yeah, for you 7-0 right now, second quarter, five twenty-five left uh, The Jaguars are getting close Who do you think is going to win? Jaguars, my prediction. Jaguars? No. Yes. I'll go 21 17 Bengals. I think. I'm going. I'm going. 48 4. 48. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. 21 14. Yeah, I mean, if Trevor Lawrence wants to pick up his uh, first win, this is honestly the best situation for that to happen. 21 17. Close game. I'm going to count on it. Yeah. James uh, Robinson gets the second touchdown here. Let's see what happens. Third and two. Trevor Lawrence keeps it. Oh. And he scores? Yep, he got it. Yep, he got it. Okay, okay. so now it's 14 0. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, this is honestly the best chance for Trevor Lawrence to get a win. I mean, he does play the Texans twice, so, yeah, I guess this and the Texans are probably his best chance. That division is so good for AJ Brown and Derrick Henry and, uh, and, and Jonathan Taylor. Like, it's amazing. I did, like, yeah. playing Jaguars, if you play and, Jaguars Texans, and Texans. Four times, <laughs> you. Those are four really good matchups. Um, yeah, all right, we're gonna stop that. Yeah. Uh, so we will end it off here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. So, yeah. Uh, this is Anish and Rowan, and we're signing it. Bye. Bye.